Oh my gosh, Golden Hour? Golden Hour. Golden Hour? What's Golden Hour? Hell yes, I'm watching Golden Hour. What are you doing on Wednesday? Hell yes, I'm watching Golden Hour. What are you doing on Wednesday? What's Golden Hour? Oh my gosh, Golden Hour? Hell yes, Golden Hour. What's Golden Hour? Welcome to Golden Hour. Hey guys, I'm Dee. And I'm Lou. And welcome back to another episode of Golden, Golden Hour. So, today's vibe of the show, we're going to be talking about a very important topic that's been going on for a very long time in the country of Nigeria, and it's about the topic SARS. We're both really, really excited to have the show today because we've brought in a special guest all the way from New York, and he's going to talk to us about his experience with SARS as a Nigerian himself. Um, our special guest is Demiola, and we'd let, we're going to let him introduce himself. What's good, y'all? My name is Demi. I'm a computer science major at Worcester Polytechnic Institute. Um, a couple of my involvements on campus, I am the program chair for the National Society of Black Engineers, um, the public relations chair for the Black Student Union. I'm a Crimson Key tour guide, and I am a brother of the Fire Government Delta Fraternity. Amazing. So, one of the reasons we wanted to have Demi here today is to talk a little bit about what you can do as a person to help out with SARS, because I know I personally feel very powerless in situations like this where there's a global problem, and I can see that it's wrong, and I can see that people are hurting, and I can see that there are things that need to be done, but I don't know what to do. I also see that though there's a lot of information going around on social media, I'm wondering how many of us are actually taking the time to read through these important pamphlets and really gather information about what's going on. And I think it's a really important topic, and we as a school need to be addressing it in a very serious manner. And so, Lesa and I want to take the time to do that today. Yes, many of you may or may not know about SARS. Uh, it's about the police brutality that's going on in Nigeria, all over Nigeria. So, if you don't know what SARS is, please tune in today to learn more about what SARS is and how you can help make a difference. We're going to start off by talking a little bit about what SARS is, where it is, and how it's impacting the Nigerian community. Dummy? So, I guess to get started, I could just give um, people a brief overview of what SARS really is and um, just why, why it's great and all that. So the SARS is actually an acronym. The meaning of SARS is um, Special Anti-Robbery Squad. So I mean, as you might assume from that name, they're mainly targeted. Their their main purpose is um, combating armed robberies and carjackings and stuff like that. So um, it was created as a result, I think far back as like 1984, as a result of like violent crimes, like um, robberies and stuff like that. That's why it was actually created, you know. And um, it has been useful back then. Um, and over the years, they have had their uses. I mean, um, even more recently, um, with uh, if you're aware of the Boko Haram insurgency in the north northern part of Nigeria, they are still pretty effective against fighting terrorism and all that. But um, with with the police there's the there's the good side and then there's the bad side especially when they get out of control um that's the problem that we're facing now with police brutality in nigeria is that um for one in the southern parts of nigeria their um effectiveness is definitely not as much as places where terrorism is um everywhere 
the biggest thing now is they're underpaid. Yeah. Um, they're not getting paid enough. They're not getting treated correctly. And then they transfer that aggression and that um, rage onto the people. So you would see them get mad at someone for looking good. And that's because like, they probably can't afford them, those things themselves. So they kind of like lash out against the citizens and all that. Um, they ask for bribes a lot. Like they don't even like hide it. Like they're like so shut up with this. It. Like the corruption is like crazy with that police unit. Our generation has like had enough. And I mean, you would notice it. Like we're not like any of the past generations. I think our parents' generations and like before that, like they were complacent and just let it be. But it's definitely not the same with um with what we have now. And we're we're kinda had enough of the mistreatment from this police unit. Right. And going back to the um the briberies by the SARS officers, I actually saw a clip of them bribing local thugs, um, people like people that have dropped out of school and are just um, barely making it by. Those are the people that they target to bribe and join their squad to to um, start the robberies and uh, shoot at protests. Yes, so SARS is most uh, known in Nigeria for extrajudicial killings, the disappearance of people, extortion, torture, framing, blackmail, kidnapping, illegal organ trade, armed robbery, home invasions, rape of men, women, and children, uh, child arrests, and the evasion of privacy, and polluting bodies of water by illegally disposing of human remains. What's going on now is the protest to end the use of SARS in Nigeria. Debbie, you want to talk a little bit about how that's going? Um, well, you guys have seen the news and all. So, I mean, at least you're on social media, so you're going to see some of those things. But um, again, our generation had enough of um, the mistreatment and all that stuff. We could not just sit idle and sit still and um, sit by and let that keep going on. Um, so we, they took to the streets. Um, several protests all across Nigeria. Um, not even just Nigeria. There's a couple of them in the United States, and I believe the UK as well. Yes. Um, I know there are a couple in Texas and New York. It's just people who had enough of this injustice, you know. The biggest thing, or should I say, the most tragic thing was what happened like a couple of days ago, where um, they were um, at a protest at the Lake Tollgate. And if you're from Nigeria, I, I mean Lagos anyway, you would know what the Lekki Tollgate it is like. A, um, that's a major point of traffic. So the fact that they were able to do a protest there, um, it's like taking up like a major, like say interstate highway or something. Not not as much as an interstate, but like it was a it was a major road that they like pretty much um, overran with that um, protest. And it wasn't like a one day protest; it ran for several days. And um, what happened a couple of days ago was that the, the people were at the toll gate, the toll, the toll, it's called toll gate in Nigeria, that's yeah. what they call it. And they set fires behind them so they couldn't like run away because this was doing a curfew, technically. The Nigerian government passed the, the, a curfew for the people for 24 hours, you can imagine, for protesting. 
So um, they locked them in between like fire, like burning fire, and then the other side it was like the army coming at them, and they just started shooting to the people. Um, a couple of people got injured. I believe a couple of people died as well. And now it's been coined um, the Lekki Massacre. Mm. And for a Nigerian and like someone who was born there, like having like that name associated with the country, that that's kind of crazy. Mm. I mean, you hear of like a lot of places um, growing up in history and stuff where um, things like that have happened. I mean, one thing I can imagine is like the Tiananmen Square. Um, where people were protesting against um, injustice as well. And uh, a similar thing happened. So it's crazy. It's crazy when, like, um, I'm talking about a tank man here. If you, don't, if you know what I'm talking about, um, the Tiananmen Square tank man, where one moment and that place has been associated with, um, with that person and that incident. But here, like, we have even, like, I would say a more tragic incident where the people were in open revolts against the government, and um, and now that place has been has been nicknamed for what the government did, how they retaliated to that to that incident, and it's kind of crazy because now like I'm gonna grow up and the L- Lekki massacre is gonna be like something that that like maybe I had to tell my kids about like oh this is like a crazy incident that happened when I was younger yeah. or something like that like it's something that's not just gonna die down in a couple of years like that moment is gonna go down in history forever so yeah and it's something um, that's relevant to you in, in history what was that? and it's something that's very relevant to you in history yeah that's, that's your yeah. home country and I don't think like the protests are are they're in no way meaningless um there is going to be a lot of impact and a lot of change coming from what happened um, there, but um, yeah, yeah, some a lot of things are gonna to have to change. Yeah, I just want to talk about how people of um, Nigeria are just losing hope for their freedom and purity. The flag that was once green, white, and green is now seen as green, red, and green. I know in protests. They were waving their flags and the SARS officers just did not care and continued shooting. And um, I know blood got on the white part of the flag and that's a symbolism of danger, hate. And I think that's what the SARS officers want to portray. Agreed. I think it's really important to talk about um, the impact that SARS is having on the Nigerian community as far as youth growing up in fear, as far as parents fearing for sending their kids to school, and all of the invasions of privacy that the people of Nigeria are suffering through, and how it's not even just in the SARS department, but if you look at what the protests are calling for, they're calling for an end to the abuse of power that happens across the Nigerian enforcement policy, which is why, as as we can see in the tweet by Joe Biden about this whole situation, he tweeted that he urges the president and the military to stop with the violent crackdown that's been going on on the protesters. And it's not unlike what's been happening here in the U.S. Over the summer, there were a lot of military, um, a lot of military crackdowns on protesters, whether that was in Boston, in New York, yes. in major cities all over the U.S. And the same thing is happening in Nigeria, except on a larger, more dangerous and violent scale. What's going on in Nigeria is really important, and it's 
something we should all be learning about and keeping ourselves informed about yes. because it's not like we weren't in a similar situation. Yes. However, on October 11th, the government in Nigeria did say that they would disband NARS. Yes, but Sorry. I think that's a joke. And the reason why that's a joke, because although the president of Nigeria, Buhari, did call a disband, they did announce that they would um, redeploy all of the SARS officers. So there's no point in disbanding them than re de redeploying them when they would only come back with better weapons and um, being paid even better. So exactly the larger problem is with dangerous. yes exactly the larger problem in regards to SARS isn't necessarily the organization itself it is it is however it's also about the people running the organization because when you think about it I'm sure that had it been run correctly had it been run the right way had it actually been doing what it was supposed to do which was protecting its citizens and doing right by the Nigerian community I'm sure it would have been fine but clearly that's not how it was being run that's not how it was operating that's not how it was working and therefore not only should it be disbanded but the people in charge should no longer be the people in charge oh yes um and I know the government does not, the government over Nigeria does not care at all, because back in 2017, um, the SARS was still going on. SARS has been going on for a while, um, the robbery of SARS and kidnapping. And back in 2017, there was a report about it from Amnesty International, and um, the government just did not do anything about it. They heard the report, um, there was a public shooting, just did not do anything about it. They said stars are there to protect, and that's how they saw it. So I don't think the government cares, really. Exactly. And some stories of the abuse of power that the Nigerian, are come, is, the Nigerian community is suffering through would be one like Philomena Celestine, who's 25, and was, walking home, was driving home from college with her two younger brothers and her niece. They were in their vehicle, and they were pulled over by SARS. And according to her, she says in her testimony, my four-year-old niece was in the vehicle, but they cocked their guns at our car and drove my brothers into the bush where they harassed them for 30 minutes and accused them of being cyber criminals. They could see my graduation gown, but that did not deter them. My sister was trembling and crying for fear, Celestine recalled. And that account is just one of many people who have suffered through a an abusive power by SARS and though nobody died in her story there's millions where the outcome was not so safe that's a pressing story I just want to remind everyone that SARS has been going on for a very long time in Nigeria and um, Nigeria, Nigeria is kind of known for um, the kidnappings and robberies it's it's a, it's a it's been known for a dangerous place and this SARS has only been brought to attention this year because of a video that was posted um, I believe it was October 3rd of a brutal uh, killing by a SARS officer so that's where all these protests took flight off and I think it's important to keep sharing what's going on in Nigeria so that people have awareness I know um, my cousins are FOB, fresh off the boat from Nigeria, and they don't think that um, Americans are spreading enough awareness. And in the sense, the, in the fact that um, over the summer, um, there was a big Black Lives Matter movement, and I know people are thinking that's a, a big movement now, but I think it should be all Black Lives Matter because 
there are black lives around the world that are going through struggles and deaths, and we should just all be there to spread awareness and support. Exactly. If you think that you're a supporter of Black Lives Matter, but you're not paying attention to what's happening to black lives that aren't necessarily in the U.S., then you're not supporting Black Lives Matter correctly. That's one. Two, we need to remember that this problem is not just some faraway source of, like, dis... Like, this is not some faraway problem. This is something that's happening to people our age, to young people, to young black people, to young Africans. For instance, one of the biggest things SARS has been doing um, in regards to young black men is accusing them of cybercrime simply for evidence of them owning a cell phone or owning a laptop or other things that would be considered luxury items that we have. Um... And those people can get harassed and find a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera, simply for owning something. Also, the protests have been going on since 2017. This is nothing new. The only thing new is that Nigeria is finally calling for help and action from other countries, from other places in the world to get help in making Nigeria a safer place. This protest is really, really cool because similar to the Black Lives Matter protest we all watched this summer, this protest is being led by the youth. We need to all practice using our voices to not just stand up for ourselves, but to stand up for our neighbors and other people in our global community. We need to take part in things that are bigger than ourselves in order for the world to become a better place. So if you didn't know what SARS was before watching this podcast, or if you're still a little bit fuzzy on what SARS is, I urge you, I'm calling to you to do your own research, to figure out ways that you can help, to figure out ways to impact our global community for the better. Because I know it's easy to feel small, but each and every single one of us has a global responsibility to help our global community members and making sure that everybody has their rights and everybody feels safe in their own home and country. I think that what's going on in Nigeria is not too far off. Actually, no. What's going on in Nigeria is a worse version of what happened in some big cities here in in the U.S. over the Black Lives Matter campaign, except it's on a higher level, it's more corrupt, more dangerous, and it's been going on for a lot longer. We need to be doing our part. It's time to end SARS. Yes. Demi, you got anything to say about what we can do? Um, definitely. Um... So one one big thing people are trying to get done is um families that might have been um displaced and all that stuff. Um especially not with just SARS. So like SARS is just like a small I mean not a small, it's a major part of what's happening there. But then that coupled with the pandemic, which is still very much a real thing. Um uh it's like a combined effect on people there. So whatever you can give, there's a, a lot of donations happening right now um, for families in Nigeria right now. Um, that will be a big help. Um, supporting the people who are protest- protesting right now would, would also be a major thing. And more importantly, get informed of the topics. Um, be informed about what SARS is. It's more than just a hashtag. Um, again, this has been going on for like forever. So like, the more you give yourself information, the better, and the more, um, the more 
informed actions you can take about about what's happening. Um, there's a couple of petitions going on out there, and um, it's easy to just sign them without knowing what why that is. So give yourself some information. Um, sign the petitions, um, and yeah. Yeah. There, um, there isn't much that you can do from here, but I can tell you, I can assure you that international pressure is definitely going to get things done. I mean, very recently, the president of Nigeria right now, the acting president of Nigeria, um, gave a speech. Um, and in this speech, he tried to act like the Nigerians were the unpatriotic people. But yeah. if anything, our actions recently have been as patriotic as they can be. Um, you see them at the protests with literal Nigerian flags, like waving Nigerian flags and all that while getting shot at. Like, that is some powerful stuff. Yeah. And you can't undermine their efforts in that case. Yeah. Going off from that, you can also get involved by getting involved with UNICEF and setting yourself up for either weekly or monthly donations, no matter how small it is. Eventually, you will be adding up to a lot of money and you are helping people. Um, or for the, cam- the campaign Bundle Africa, which are both directly sent to different groups that are heading up the protests in Nigeria and also paying for medical bills of people who had gotten hurt during protests, medical bills of people who have been hurt by SARS, etc etc to really really help out those who are suffering from the brunt of the abuse yes and when you guys when y'all make these um donations and sign these petitions hopefully you guys do i want you guys to keep in mind that the special anti-robbery squad target um men from men ages from 18 to 25 and even with the evidence of these killings, the government still turned a, bl- a blind eye and say that it's fake. And these people are be- literally being taken away from their families. So that's something to think about while you make the donations and sign petitions. Okay, so we know that was a little bit of a heavier episode today, but we thought it was really important to spread some awareness about this issue and really show our support for our Nigerian brothers and sisters. So we're going to continue speaking about this issue on our Instagram and on different social medias and making sure that we keep you guys up to date with with what's going on in SARS because it's really important that we all stay up to date about what's happening. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, Demi, for coming out and speaking on SARS and staying on the line. Yes. Um, Let us know your thoughts. Please reach out to us with any questions and concerns. None of us are paid experts, but we all really wanted to come on here and talk to you about the importance of SARS and everything you should and can be doing to help end police brutality in Nigeria. As for next week, we're hoping to come back with you with a lighter topic. We know this week's Halloween, and we're wishing you guys some safe, safe fun. Please stay safe, and remember that we are still in a pandemic, so though it's easy to want to go to a party and really easy to want to go out and do things and be a teenager, please just remember you're being COVID safe. I know I don't want to get sent home, and I know Lassie doesn't want to get sent home. Definitely not. So please, please, please just be safe this weekend and work really hard on trying to maintain some sort of social distancing yes um thanks everyone for tuning in um don't forget to follow us on our socials instagram and tiktok at golden hour talk and And 
don't forget that on the DL is continuing this Friday. DM us with questions and advice. Everything is 100% anonymous and we will not be talking and your name will not be shared with the advice we serve. With all that said, thank you so much. Um, We'll see you next week on Golden Golden Hour. Hour.